I always said this before, I appreciate your faithfulness. It's good to see you come back. <laughs> you're either, you either want to come back or you're a glutton for punishment, I guess, right? But, um, but it is, it, it's good to be here again tonight. Good to see some I haven't seen thus far this week and just uh, appreciate the Lord. Amen. I was, I was thinking I, I, the song there that uh, Brother Chad was talking about, uh, the love and mercy found me. Amen. And uh, I just, uh, if you'll look up, um, there's two things I use in study, and I, I, I don't read a whole lot of commentaries, different people, different ways. I'm big on words in the Bible and studying out individual words and different things like that, but uh, there's two study tools I'd recommend anybody get. One of them's a strong concordance, and then the other one's a Noah Webster 1828 dictionary. And uh, even, you know, even in, in dictionaries, the world gets in things and changes definitions of words. But uh, Noah Webster, he refers to a lot of scripture and a lot of words. But if you look up the word mercy uh, in the Noah Webster, I got it written in my Bible somewhere and I'll never find it. I, I got it written on a, on a page somewhere in there, the definition of the word. But um, at the end of the definition, it says there's not another word in the English language synonymous with the word mercy. There's no other word like it. And the Bible says our Lord is rich in mercy. Amen. And it, says, it goes on and says this. says the closest word to the word mercy that there is. There's no other word that's synonymous with it. But the closest word to go with it is grace. And so we realize that the Lord uh, is still abundant in grace and abundant in mercy and uh, thankful for another opportunity to be here with you tonight. It's good to have Brother Kenny and his mother with us tonight. Good to have Brother Jimmy. And then it's good to have even, even good to have my older brother. That's right. He's older. I'm grayer, but he's older. And uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't pastor Baptist, so he's not gray yet. But, uh, but any, you can laugh. It's all right. But... Um, uh, he, uh, I, I appreciate him being, it's, it's been a blessing to have Jennifer and the kids with us um, this week, and, and she had something already, um, something that she had to do for Parker and um, uh, a meeting or whatever with some teachers or something like that. So anyway, it uh, didn't work out for her to be here tonight. She'll be with us back again tomorrow night, but it's good to have all of them. I appreciate them making time and effort to get out here. But uh, I want you to turn your Bibles to Mark chapter number 10. Mark chapter number 10, I appreciate the Lord, what he's done Sunday night, what he's done in, in my heart uh, last night, and I hope that uh, all these different things, you know, uh, Romans 8, 28 um, uh, means uh, a lot of different things, uh, but all these things working together for good, and then the love of God, those that are called according to his purpose, and we pray that just everything, I, I'm just the seed sower. And uh, just praying God to give the increase to the messages, bless your hearts and help you. If you're here and you're discouraged, need encouragement, that you're encouraged, you're here and you're lost, most importantly. If you're here and you're lost, never been saved, that God deal with your heart. And uh, there's probably been, I'm, I'm not going, I promise you this, I'm not going to say anything that you've probably not heard a million times. But I know this, if God gets on it and God gets in it and God uh, uh, strikes, strikes it, if it finds some good ground, if you find some good ground, it'll bring forth fruit. And so I uh, just uh, pray that uh, the Lord will help you. 
uh, even tonight, and I, I can't help but think it's it's hard for me. It's hard for me to um, get done. I, you know, I, I didn't coming into this, been praying about the meeting and stuff like that, but I didn't have everything laid out like I'm going. To, this is going to be Sunday, and this is going to be Monday. This is going to be Tuesday. This is going to be Wednesday. My mind doesn't work like that, and um, and so. It's hard for me, you know, I, I go home, I leave this place, and I'm thinking about uh, what's taking place. It's hard for me to, um, I guess what you say, get a, a clear mind, let, let go of what took place last night, and then get concentrated on uh, today. And uh, I've, I had some trouble, but I, I know without a doubt, and, and listen, I'm, I'm just like most of you, I've worked all day too, so, um, so I might go to sleep with you. But, um, uh, but uh, at work today, and I, I thought I was going a totally different direction, work today, the Lord brought this uh, to my mind. I believe this is where we need to be. I can't help but think that the Lord's dealing with some hearts. Um, I feel like the Lord was dealing with some folk last night. I believe people got some help, and, and, and I, I don't know. I'm not a mind reader. I can't see anybody's heart, but I, I know that the Lord just dealt with our heart a lot about uh, salvation and different things like that. And so, um, so I pray the Lord to help you in this. Mark chapter number 10, and I want to begin reading with verse number 46. I'd like, like to ask you to please stand, if you will, tonight as we read God's Word, stand together. I've said this before, i found it uh, that people, it's hard for them to fall asleep standing up. So we might just stand up the whole service, all right? I'm just kidding. But uh, in Mark chapter number 10 and verse number 46, I want to read slow, and um, I've preached a lot out of, out of this portion of scripture, and, and I love it, and I pray the Lord to help you with it. What I'm, what I'm going to bring, uh, what the Lord's laid on my heart is, is simple and to the point. But in verse number 46, I want you looking in your Bibles. If you don't have a Bible, I'd like for you to share with somebody and look at these verses. The Bible says, And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, and a great, a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Many charged him that he should hold his peace, but he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. I like that. I just got a hold of that. But he calleth thee. And... He, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. Jesus answered and said unto him, What will thou that I should do unto thee? And the blind man said unto him, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight, and follow Jesus in the way. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, God, once again, Lord, for another privilege and opportunity, God, to stand. And, Lord, we just thank you, God, for the reading of your word. I thank you, Lord, for these songs, Lord, that have been sung 
And Lord, how they blessed our heart. And Lord, I, I think as they were singing the song of the old ship of Zion, I get to thinking about uh, our captain's on board and he's crying out for us to get on board. And Lord, I, I pray, Lord, that the sound will go out again tonight. Lord, if there's one here that's lost and never been saved, God, that they need to get on board while you're still passing by. And Lord, I just ask God that tonight, Lord, that you just do a work, Lord, in people's heart. Lord, not only us, those that are lost, but God, us that are saved, Lord, we pray. God, that we could just see, Lord, the power and the privilege, Lord, that we have to pray. Lord, I pray, Lord, that we could see, Lord, the power that you have, Lord, to, uh, to heal all of our diseases. And Lord, to heal every problem, Lord, and every trial, Lord, that we have in this life, Lord, that you're our help. Lord, that we just need to call on you. Lord, I ask God that for a moment of time, God, let us be so ever so clear, Lord, to where the youngest person, Lord, to the oldest person be able to understand, Lord, what's being said. And God, I pray, Lord, that most of all the Spirit of God, Lord, just would just settle in the place, Lord, here tonight. Lord, be on the preaching. Lord, be on your word. God, I, I pray, Lord, that you would give increase, Lord, to everything that's said and done. And Lord, as we said last night, Lord, we, we realize, Lord, that it, uh, that, that it's by your word, Lord, that we're saved. And, Lord, faith in your word and, Lord, what you've promised us. I ask, God, that you would be with every object of prayer, Lord, every, every burden, Lord, that folks have here tonight. God, that you would just touch in whatever need it is. And, Lord, we ask all these things in Jesus' name and amen. <clears throat> we look and we find the account of blind Bartimaeus. Mark chapter number 10. The reason I stopped here is just for a couple of different reasons. But in Mark chapter number 10, we're, we're told that the man is Bartimaeus. You'll also find this same account. I, I think it's always interesting studying your Bible. A lot of times, uh, there, uh, a lot of times you'll see some different things or maybe some different wordings uh, upon the same account that happens. But... You'll find this also in Luke chapter number 19 and then also in Matthew chapter number 20 dealing with the uh, uh, blind Bartimaeus. And we're looking at this and we realize that in Jesus' earthly ministry uh, lasting for about three and a half years. We realize that he, uh, that he did live about 33 and a half years but as far as his earthly ministry and we know that as a boy he was in the temple and he was teaching all these different things. But we're in, really introduced, what we're really told about is about the last three and a half years. And we realize that much of his time is spent on the go. He's going from this place to this place to this place. And we realize that there's not many times that you ever see Jesus stopping for very long. And if he is stopped somewhere, you can guarantee that something good is about to go on, either in that city or to an individual. We see here with blind Bartimaeus, I want you to call your attention to verse number 49. It says that, and Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Now, it's interesting that this is about the only time that you'll see the Bible say that Jesus stood still. What I want to preach on tonight is making the sun, the S-O-N. Now we realize that in the Old Testament there was a time when the S-U-N stood still. 
And what I want to preach on tonight is making the sun stand still. The Lord Jesus here as he's passing by blind Bartimaeus' way, there's a moment of time, Brother Chad, when he gets his attention. And I I couldn't help but think about as they were singing the song and different things like that and, and letting us know what's going on in this scripture, Jesus is soon heading to the cross. He's not passing by this way again. And so it's of utmost importance for anybody, not just blind Bartimaeus, but anybody that's in the way, he's not passing by this way again. We realize that in the salvation and and what the Lord does for blind Bartimaeus, we realize that, listen, God can save the poorest of the poor, a man that has nothing, has nothing to offer the Lord at all. But if you notice also, I think it's interesting, turn with me to Luke chapter number 18. Luke chapter number 18. In Luke chapter number 18, in the latter verses of 35 through 43, we realize that this is the same account of blind Bartimaeus. And if you notice, he goes from this place Then in chapter number 19 and verse number 1, you have the conversion of a man named Zacchaeus. Now Zacchaeus was just the opposite. Zacchaeus was chief among the publicans. Zacchaeus was the rich of the rich. Amen? And so right together you have in your Bibles that God can do a work in the heart of the poorest of the poor and he can do a work in the heart of the richest of the rich. It's for all men It's for whosoever will. And I thank God that it's that way. If you see in the conversion of Zacchaeus, you also notice this. In verse number 5, it said in chapter number 19 of the book of Luke, it says, When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And so you realize this, it doesn't say that Jesus stood still, but I believe that he got up underneath that sycamore tree and he stopped and he looked up and he saw Zacchaeus and he stood still and the Bible says, listen, it says these words. I told you at the beginning of the week I'm a big word man. He saw him. You realize this, that God sees you tonight? The God of heaven sees you and he knows you and he sees where you're at. He knew, he saw blind Bartimaeus at the wayside and he saw Zacchaeus up in the tree. He knows exactly where you're at and he knows exactly what you need. We all realize that, right? God is all-knowing and God is all-powerful and God is all-present. And we realize that he knows all and he sees all and he hears all and he's able to do all. Amen. And he's in you all. I like that part of the Bible. He's in you all. I like that. But we're dealing here with mostly with blind Bartimaeus in Mark chapter number 10 and making the sun stand still. Bartimaeus, as I want to set kind of the scene, if you can imagine in your mind that Jesus is passing by. 
And as Jesus is passing by, there is multitudes of people that are following him. Some are following him because they believed on his word and believed in him. I believe some of them was following Brother Keith just to maybe see some miracles. I mean, the man was just walking and, and, and miracle after miracle. I believe some was just inquisitive, maybe just to see some miracles. Jesus fed a lot of people. Maybe there's some there just for the free meal. Maybe there were some free meal Baptists in the multitude. But... Uh, so you, you got to recognize this in thinking about this scene of blind Barnabas. It's not just Jesus and him. There's a multitude of people around. But still yet, and it's the same multitude that's around as he goes on, as he passes on through Jericho and he sees Zacchaeus. But even in all the multitude of the people. Now, if you have a multitude of people, what do you got? You got a lot of noise, don't you? You get a lot of people and a lot of people together and a lot of people together at the same time. You got people talking. You got people walking. You got people just making, there's just a lot of noise. You got a lot of people. You got a lot of noise. And so there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of distractions. And, and I believe as Jesus walked through, he had those that were right on top of him. He had some that was going before him and he had some that was coming behind him also and following him. So there's a multitude of people but still yet the Lord Jesus singles out blind Bartimaeus and hears blind Bartimaeus even over all the noise of the multitude. That's the Lord that we serve. Listen, do you realize this? That the population of the world today the population, does anybody know what the population of the world today is? Youngins, you know it, you know it, you know it. What's the population of the world around? Eight billion. Hey, good. We Googled the same thing. Around, there's eight billion. There's eight billion people in the world. Eight billion. But I want you to realize this. We're, I'm just a speck in 8 billion and so are you. But still yet the God of heaven, the Lord Jesus, the Holy Spirit of God is so personal that he knows you, he knows your name, and he knows where you're at, and he knows what's on your heart, and most of all, he knows if you're saved and he knows if you're lost and he's still willing. In 8 billion people in the world, he still cares about somebody like me. There's a whole lot more important people than, than I am. There's a whole lot better people than I am. But still yet, Brother Conley, he cares. He cares for somebody like me. It's amazing to me. I, I just can't, I can't describe, I can't describe that fact enough to us. And some people, you might come to a place in time in your life where you think, well, God, I don't even know if God even cares or, or my trouble's so little or, or my sickness is so little, I don't even know if God cares. I promise you He cares. I promise you He knows. 
But blind Bartimaeus here, sitting by the wayside, let me say this, he didn't have anything to offer him. He didn't come to him with tithes and offerings. He didn't have anything that he could lay at his feet. He didn't have any, listen, he's blind. He couldn't do great works for him or anything like that. He's a blind man. He's a beggar. He's just sitting by the wayside. But still yet, blind Bartimaeus, as poor as he was and as helpless as he was, he made the Son of God stand still in a multitude of noise and a multitude of people, brother, he still heard the cry of somebody that wanted to get a hold of him. And he stopped and he stood still, not for a king, not for a prince, but for an old beggar, an old nothing, an old nobody like blind Bartimaeus. He'll do the same thing. Listen, he did the same thing in my life when I got saved. If you're here and you got saved, I ain't looking at any kings or princes either. He did the same thing for you when you got saved. You realize that in 8 billion people of the world, whenever you got saved, that the Lord God, the Holy Ghost of God, come by your way and spoke to your heart personally and did a work in your heart. And you know what he did? He drew you up close unto himself. And the Holy Spirit of God was leading you to the Lord Jesus Christ. He was showing you. Listen, he convicted you in your sins and your trespasses, but he didn't just leave you there, did he? Oh, no. I'm thankful for conviction, but I'm sure thankful for conversion. Amen. I'm glad he doesn't just leave you in conviction, but that he shows you the cross and he shows you the Christ that hung on the cross and gave his own life that you may have life. Have it more abundantly. That's how personal it is. That's how personal it is. Oh, eight billion people in the world. And he still yet come by my way and spoke to my heart personally. Blind Bartimaeus in his cry. We talked about calling on the Lord last night. In his cry. And his call to the Lord. Listen, he couldn't see where he's at. He's blind. Oh, but he heard the multitude. And he asked them, who is it? And they said, Jesus is passing by this way. And he had probably heard the stories of what Jesus had done in so-and-so's life. And what Jesus had done in so-and-so city. And so-and-so place. And he knew that Jesus was his only hope. And so he began, listen, in his heart of hearts, he's sitting by the wayside, the multitudes passing by. Let me say this, time's running out for old blind Bartimaeus. Time is slowly running out. He's coming down the way and he's sure, listen, he sure don't want to let him pass by his way. So what could he do? Could he run to him and try to find him in the multitude? No. He's blind. All he could do 
was just beginning to holler out. And the Bible says, when he heard it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, Jesus, our son of David, have mercy, brother. Same mercy use the singing about up here. Have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried out the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy. Have mercy on me. And Jesus, the Bible said, stood still. And all the noise and all the multitude, he stood still. Making the sun stand still. Now, let me say this. I'm glad in salvation that he cares about somebody like me and somebody like you. Listen, when God's dealing, when, when God's passing by your way and God's speaking to your heart, if you call on his name, I promise you, he'll stand still. But I'm also thankful for this, Brother Jimmy. Even after being saved. Oh, listen, we sing a song. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege it is to carry everything to God in prayer. That Do you realize that in your prayer life, in your prayer time, that God's paying attention? I mean, you, you, I, you're not just saying the words to be saying the words, but do you realize that when you pray, listen, when you're praying in your heart, and sometimes we're guilty of praying just out of habit, and you know it and I know it, we've both been there. But I'm thankful for this, when God is really dealing with your heart on something. Maybe you got a burden. Maybe you just got a diagnosis that you got some cancer going on. Maybe, maybe a loved one that you knows that, that's lost and, and you're, you're burdened for them. Maybe, maybe there's family problems and maybe there's church problems and maybe there, listen, there's all kinds of things in this world and we take those things to God in prayer. You realize this? He does the same thing. He pays attention and he cares. Listen, in the book of Hebrews, he, he, Hebrews, Hebrews. Hebrews, that's a good one, isn't it? Is that a, can you edit that out? Hebrews. Hebrews. He said, let us come boldly unto a throne of grace. Oh, I wouldn't come. I wouldn't dare come if I didn't know there's somebody there that's going to pay attention to me and listen to me. He said, let us come boldly into a throne of grace that we may obtain mercy Find grace to help in time of need. So listen, making the sun stand. I'm, I'm thankful for this. Time and time again, he stood still and paid attention to this little old beggar that's just called on his name, needing some help from day to day. This little, this, this, I say this, little, this big old ugly preacher needing some help. You as an individual 
Maybe you as a mother, you as a father, you as a preacher. Listen, you just, you're just a Christian and you need help. All of us stand in need. We're a needy people. We stand in need. Making the sun stand still. I'm going to give you about five things that I see in blind Bartimaeus. And I'm going to act that he was willing to do. And I'm going to ask you, are you willing to do the same? In order to make the sun stand still. First of all, are you willing to go against the crowd? As, blind Bart- as Jesus is passing by, blind Bartimaeus, he finds out that it's Jesus of Nazareth that's passing by. And he begins to cry out. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And you know what that same crowd that was around Jesus tried to tell him to do, Brother Conley? Shh. 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 Be still. Be still. They, they told him, listen, the crowd was saying, just pipe down. But the Bible says he began to cry more aloud. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. You know what I see in in making the sun stand still? That Bartimaeus was willing to go against the crowd and what the crowd says. Let me say this in the day and time that we're living in. The world will tell you all other places to go. Try to get help. And they'll, they'll probably, if they're the worldly crowd to tell you, listen, there ain't no hope and there ain't no help in Jesus. But he was still yet willing to go against the crowd. Let me say this about old Bar- Bartimaeus. He didn't care about public criticism. What people thought about him. He just, Brother Kenny just called on Jesus. They said, no, you don't need to do that. You need to be still. But listen, he knew, listen, he knew that Jesus was passing by and he was trying to get his attention before he left that way. He was willing to go against the crowd. Let me ask you this. Are you willing to go against the crowd? Are you willing to put aside Are are you willing, listen, are you willing in this to not care what everybody else says and what everybody else thinks? But just to keep on calling on Jesus. Keep on praying. You know, you know that's what the world's trying to do, right? They took took prayer out of school. Well, I say they they took mandatory prayer out of school years ago. But you youngins, listen to me. You can still pray. See, the world, world trying to scare you to death. Especially if you work, we, we're able, and I know Brother Chad goes in the public schools. We go in the public schools there at Bethel. He goes in the public schools there at Cove Creek, and we're able to do Bible clubs. And listen, there's a lot of stuff that you can do. And you can say. And you can preach. But you know what? They've scared all the teachers to death. Some of them. I know some of them still stand up. 
but they've scared as, as these young teachers are coming up through school. Listen, they say, if you bring in religion or if you talk about God, listen, you might lose your job and all these different things. But I'm thankful to know there are some teachers that still will do it but they'll still pray for somebody. And listen, you young people, when you sit down at lunch and you have your lunch, you're to pray. You're to pray and ask God to bless the food because that's what Christians do. But you can also pray. Listen, you know somebody needs some help. You know a, a classmate that's maybe sick or got a bad home life, whatever it is, you can pray, and I don't care what the crowd says and how much they try to silence you. You can even tell people about Jesus, you know that? You, can, you know what else you can do? You can bring your Bible to school. You can. You can do all these things. But the, but the public and the crowd says, oh no, you can't do that. See, they think that they took prayer out of school. But they can't take God out of hearts. And if God's in your heart, then prayer, listen, it's 24-7 all the time. You may not stand up in front of the whole, uh, the whole school. You might not stand up in your whole workplace and say a big prayer. But listen, you can pray, you can pray, you can pray, you can get a hold of heaven. But he's making the sun stand still. He was willing to go against the crowd. Are you willing to go against the crowd? Secondly, let me say this about blind Bar Bartimaeus. He was willing to be consistent in his cry. He didn't just cry out one time, but he was willing to be consistent in his cry. There's a, there's a parable in the Bible and I didn't have time to flip over there and read it, and I'm probably going to butcher if I try to say it. But it basically it talks about a woman goes to a man, and she asks him over and over and over again. And it said because of her, because I'm just putting this in my words, but because of her consistency that he granted that to her. Like I said, I know I'm butchering that to pieces, but if you know where I'm at, I'll find, it. I'll find it before tomorrow night. I just didn't have time to get it together this evening. But he was consistent in his cry. Let me ask you this. If, if God, I don't know how I want to put it. Let's say you have a loved one that's lost. And God spoke to your heart and said, now I'm just, I'm just throwing this out there, talking about consistent. If God spoke to your heart and said, you know what? If you'll go to the altar and pray for them, I'll save them. Would you be willing to go? Let me ask you this. If he said this, every, every morning, or every, every, every service, every, every morning, whatever. You pray for them every morning. I'll save them sometime down the road. Would you be willing to do it? The consistency in prayer. Not giving up in prayer. What I see in, in Bartimaeus and his calling out on the Lord. He was consistent until he, until he got the Lord's attention. 
Maybe the Lord didn't hear it the first time. What if he had stopped? Maybe because the noise of the multitudes was so great, Jesus didn't hear him the first time. Just maybe. What if he just stopped then and said, Well, there's no hope. I called on him. He didn't stop. But because of his consistency in his prayer, it got God's attention. It got the Lord's attention. And he did stop and stand still. Are you willing to be consistent in your burdens, in your prayers, in your heart's desires? Are you willing not to give up faith that he's able to do it? I believe in Barnabas, he had faith in his heart that if Brother Connie, if he just kept on yelling out his name, surely, surely, he'd pay attention to me. He'd, he'd notice me. And he was consistent. He's consistent in his prayer life. Consistent in his crying out. Are you willing to be consistent? Thirdly, let me say this about blind Bartimaeus. The Bible says in verse number 50, And he, casting away his garment, rose. I think that's interesting. And I'll say this, he was willing to cast off old dependencies. And I got, to think, I got to thinking to myself, Brother Kenny, there's got to be something. There's got to be something about this garment. Him cat, I mean, why, why is the Bible so detailed? Everything's in there for a reason. We know that. Why is it so detailed in that he cast away his old garment and rose? And the Bible says he does just that. And I was thinking about this. The man's blind and the man's a beggar. And he's sitting by a wayside. And if people are giving him, obviously he's asking for money. If people are giving him money, I mean they can't just throw it at him and him catch it. So I, I see, but you got to realize this. If a man's a beggar, just like, just like you'd see a homeless person maybe on, on the street or on, in a city street or, or something like that. Listen, they ain't got nothing except the clothes on their body, but usually they have something real warm, that, that garment, a, a big coat or something like that. I believe that coat, I believe that he would probably maybe put that thing in his lap and it'd be the place where maybe people could, could come by and throw their money in there. That same coat was a coat that every night that he'd, he'd put it on. He'd maybe just right there where he'd been sitting all day. Just curl up with that old, that, that garment, that coat, that cloak. But when Jesus, they come to him and said, Jesus called you. He's wanting to see you. He's wanting to talk to you. The Bible says he rose up and he cast away his old coat. 
the thing that he was so dependent on. Listen, his old dependencies. I believe that that's a great picture in us and getting a hold of God is are we willing to cast off and cast away our old dependencies, those things that give us comfort, the old things that uh, maybe our old, our old ways, maybe it would be a, a type or a picture of our old ways or our old life. Are we willing to give up those things to be able to be healed, be able to be helped by the Lord Jesus? I see him casting off his old dependencies. Fourthly, let me say this. He was willing to come. Now that's, that's real simple. I told you, it's real simple. The way I like to preach is real simple because I'm not very smart. But he was willing to come. Now let me say this. Jesus stood still. Jesus told the men, Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. Now it's decision time for Bartimaeus. He could have sat there and said, No, no, tell him to come here. I mean, sometimes... Sometimes we're hard-hearted like that. We may not say those words. But the Lord commanded them to tell him to come to him. And he was willing to come. You realize that over and over, one of the words that you see most often in your Bible, I think it's 1,100 and sometimes in your Bible, is the word come. I quoted it the other night, Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest for your souls. Come, over and over. In the scripture, how many times does the Lord tell us, to come, to come to him. And it was decision time for him. Would he come to him? Let me, let me say this, if you're here and you've never been saved, the Lord passes by your way. The Lord hears you. He sees you. He knows your name. He knows the condition you're in. He knows all about you. You don't have to worry about it. He knows all about you. But the invitation is still this. Come, come, come unto me. In fact, in, in Zacchaeus in Luke chapter number 19, verse number 5 that I read, says when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and he saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, Make haste. And come down. Decision time for old Zacchaeus, wasn't it? Because you know what he could have said? I ain't coming down. 
Jesus looked at him and said, you better make haste because today, listen, the Bible says today is the day of salvation. He could have said, I'll come down tomorrow. We'll make arrangements for next week. You can come by. Hey, if, if you don't care, would you just come by the house in a couple weeks while I get everything together? Jesus said, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. He was willing. Bartimaeus, he was willing to come to him. Fifthly, let me say this. Or fourthly, let me say this. He was willing to confess. Now, this is interesting. We've already established the Lord, God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. All three of them, all-knowing, all-present, all-powerful. You agree with that? The Holy Trinity, all, all three of them. The Lord knew he was blind. The Lord knew his heart. But I see in Bartimaeus, Jesus asked him a question. I love questions in the Bible anyway. Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? Brother, basically what he's saying is, what do you want? Now he could, he could say, Lord, you already know I'm blind. I mean, we look at that. He knows he's blind. He knows he's a beggar. He knows he doesn't have anything. But Jesus still yet asked him the question because of this. He wants to hear it from him. We, well, you look at it like this. The Lord knows who's lost and who's saved, right? Well, the Bible says that he's not willing that any should perish, that all should come to repentance, right? Well, why don't he just save everybody? He knows who's lost. He's not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. Why don't he just save everybody? Because a man or woman, child, boy, or girl, you come to the place and you call on him. Or even a Christian. You say, well, God knows the burden of my heart. God knows what's going on in my family. God knows what's going on in my job. God knows all these things. I've, I've probably prayed and you've probably prayed the same thing. Lord, you know whatever we need. You ever pray? You know whatever we need. Would you do that? But you know what he likes? He likes for the individual to say, just as blind Bartimaeus said, Lord, I need to receive my sight. I'm a blind man. Blindness, you typify that with lostness. Being blind, not having the light in you, walking in darkness. He said, Lord, that I might receive my sight. He was willing to confess. Tell the Lord what he needed. Are you willing to confess? Tell the Lord what you need. I believe this in prayer. 
I believe we ought to be specific in prayer. I believe you ought to individual needs in your life, needs in your family, needs in your church, needs in, 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 your, in, your, in your life, all these different things, we should be specific. And even though the Lord knows everything, is able to do everything, still yet us, and calling out to Him, identify those things to Him. Say, Lord, if it be your will be done, I'd sure like for this to happen. Like, sure like for that to happen. Lord, could you save this person? Lord, I, I'm coming tonight on behalf of my daughter or my son or my grandson or my granddaughter. Lord, they need to be saved. You say, well, the Lord already knows. They yeah, they do. Or he does. But still yet, making the sun stand still, he comes to him and identifies the specific need. And then lastly, let me ask you this. Are you willing to continue? The Bible says that the blind man said unto him, Lord, thou may receive thy sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately... He received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Now here's, here's, what I, here's what I see in this. Jesus really turned him loose. Did he not? He received his sight. God had answered his prayer. He got his sight. He doesn't say take up. He doesn't tell him right here you need to take up your cross and follow me. He doesn't say that. He said, your face made you whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. What I see in Bartimaeus in making the sun, the sun stand still, he was willing to continue. He become one of those. Listen, he become either one of those front runners or one of the back runners or the one, one, one of the ones on each side of him as he come down the road. Even Can you imagine as he goes on down the road down to old Zacchaeus, you know who's in the crowd then? Bartimaeus. Because the Bible says that immediately he followed Jesus in the way. And immediately after that, you know where he's at? He's there with Zacchaeus. Maybe, maybe, maybe I, I'm just using my imagination here. Maybe after Zacchaeus comes down and Zacchaeus gets saved, maybe they're both walking down the road. Bartimaeus looks at him and says, you believe this the other day? I, I was just an old beggar. I was just sitting by the wayside. And they told me Jesus was coming by. And you know what I did? I called on his name. You know what he done for me? He gave me my sight. And Zacchaeus is going to say, you ain't going to believe this. The other day, I was, just, I was just looking to see what was going on. I was just trying to get in a place where I could see him. I couldn't see him for all the multitude. He said, you ain't going to believe this. I couldn't find no place to get where I could get a good view. And I climbed up an old sycamore tree over there. And you know what happened? The Son of God got right up underneath that tree. And I didn't think that He saw me for the world. But He got right underneath that tree. And you know what He did? He called me by name. 
He said, I'd never met him before. I'd never, I'd never talked to him before. Said, but he looked up and saw me. And he called me by name. And you know what he told me? He said, you better come down. I'm actually going to your house today. He said, you know what he did? He saved me too. And merrily they went on down the road. I'm telling you, the Lord's still in the saving business. The, more, the Lord still knows who you are, knows where you're at. And listen, you still have opportunity. Listen, we're living. Thank God. We're living. Brother Jimmy, we're still in the days of grace. The opportunity to be saved. Listen, before the Lord raptures the church out of here and all hope's gone, we still have opportunity. 2019, October 22nd, 2019. Listen, he's still passing by. He's still available. But are you willing to be some of these things that we pointed out tonight? Are you willing? Let me ask you this. this. This is me and I'm closing, okay? I'm closing my Bible. That means the preacher's really closing. I ain't lying to you. But let me ask you this question. How bad do you want it? We read. I mean, honestly, you can't read that and not see him about Bartimaeus. He wanted it. I mean, he wanted it. There wasn't no crowd that was going to tell him to hush. There wasn't no crowd that was going to tell him to stop. He wanted it. You ever notice this? I've coached all, uh, all my kids. Girls don't really play much ball. But I coached Parker all, all through uh, school and stuff like that. And, and coaching and, and, uh, and especially little ones and stuff like that. You can tell when they get on the court. You can tell who wants it, don't you? I mean, it's the ones you can't. You can't beat them off of somebody if they're playing basketball. You can't beat them off of a, place, a defender with a stick or anything like that. You can tell. You can tell who wants it. You know what? You can see the, you can see the same thing in church. You, the Lord sees the same thing in all of us. All of us. He knows our hearts. He sees our hearts. You can hide it from me, but you can't hide it from God. How bad? How bad do you want what you want? All of us have burdens. All of us have cares. All of us have trials. All of us have concerns. All of us have physical problems, spiritual problems, all these different things. How bad do you want what you want? Are you willing to stay with it? Are you willing to call on His name? Are you willing to do everything that you can to get God's attention and make the sun stand still? Heads bowed and eyes closed. Sister, if you'll come to the piano, please. Just any song, invitation, whatever the Lord lays on your heart to play tonight.